0: Hey everyone and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. I wanted to make you guys aware here at the top of the episode of a couple different features that maybe you didn't know about. So first up, you can actually read the News Du Jour every single day that we do the podcast. We post a transcript version of the episode onto our website. So it's almost exactly the same thing i'm going to read on here except maybe missing a little bit of the nuance and anecdotes that i throw in here on the podcast but it'll get you the facts the information uh in that same very straightforward format that you look for so our website is sugarfreemedia.co and if you just click on ndj transcripts news to York transcripts that is where they live and then the second feature I wanted to make you guys aware of is that we do have what's called a Patreon. If you've never heard of a Patreon, basically it's just a place where creators can be supported by their audience financially. And if you join our Patreon, you can get access to our episodes without any ads. So if the ads annoy you, there is a seven ninety nine a month way to help support our show and all of our work, but also get the show ad free. There's also a lot of perks in there like a cookbook and, you know, some extra bonus episodes that are just for patrons and things like that. So definitely check that out. Links are in our show notes. For our first mini story today, I wanted to let you guys know that COVID is now officially over, although it's been practically over for a very long time. But basically, the state of emergency that began under President Trump has formally ended. It expires today. So yay for being done with a pandemic on paper. And then today, of course, we are going to start going over the Trump rape trial results as promised. Of course, I do have to issue a content warning before I launch into this. This story does involve a rape. So we touched on this verdict in yesterday's episode at the top, but you know, The news had just broken and because of how important this issue is, I wanted to take the time to really walk through the specifics so that you guys have all the information about what the jury decided. So the jury here was made up of six men and three women they only took three hours to come to a decision on this case, which is super fast. So they pretty much knew what they were going to decide most likely going into that room and were likely all on the same page because sometimes the paperwork alone can take hours. So this was a very fast turnaround. The top question that I think people have today, though, is after hearing the verdict, Why not call it rape? Because essentially the verdict was, yes, she was sexually assaulted and yes, she was defamed, but no, she wasn't raped. So let's get into the legal terminology here so that we can make sure we understand exactly where the jury fell on this important case. So a lot of this comes down to legalese. New York law gives jurors three different forms of quote-unquote battery to consider. So there is forcible touching, which is the least offensive. There is sexual assault, which is the next level up. And then there's rape, which is obviously penetration. So the burden of proof comes down to whether it was more likely than not that this occurred. In rape, Sorry to get graphic here, but it was more, they have to prove that it is more likely than not that Donald Trump's penis penetrated E. Jean Carroll's vagina by force. Sorry to get graphic, but that is the burden of proof in a rape case. In the case of sexual assault, they would have to believe that it is more likely than not that Trump touched E. Jean Carroll sexually by force. So that is the distinction that they drew, the jury did. They felt like Trump, more likely than not, did touch E. Jean Carroll sexually by force, but they felt that it was less than likely that Trump penetrated E. Jean Carroll in that Bergdorf Goodman dressing room on that fateful day. Forcible touching can mean grabbing, intimate parts, squeezing, rubbing, you get it, sexual assault. They also found Trump guilty of defamation. So what is the end result here? The end result is that now it's been kind of confirmed by a jury that President Trump sexually assaulted and defamed E. Jean Carroll. Even though these were not criminal charges, so he is not convicted of sexual assault That's an important distinction and a little bit confusing, I know, because it just comes down to whether something is criminal or civil. And this was a civil case. But in order to find that she was defamed, the jury had to confirm that they believe she was sexually assaulted in the first place to then be able to be defamed on this subject, if that makes sense. Now, Trump will be forced to pay e. Aging Carroll $5 million in damages. Now, some of that has to do with the battery itself, and other another amount of it has to do with defaming her. So, you know, there's a little bit of a breakdown there, but at the end of the day, he's paying $5 million to her. These charges were, again, civil, not criminal, which means Trump will not face any prison time for this. But another big question that kind of hangs in the balance here and might be on your mind is, will this open the floodgates for the other 25 Trump accusers to come forward in a court of law? Because we have talked about these other women claiming for years that President Trump assaulted them, that might be something that's on your mind. But these other women most likely will not be able to bring charges. You see... E. Eachin Carroll used a loophole of sorts to get these charges filed. In light of the Me Too movement, New York State opened up a chance for adult sexual assault cases that were past the state the statute of limitations to file. And it was like a year, I believe, that this was open. It was called the Adult Survivors Act. So it was an opportunity for people who hadn't filed within that statute of limitations to then file. So Jean Carroll took that opportunity to file these charges against Trump. And unfortunately, that window is now closed. But other states may have different laws. So maybe these other women will be will bring different types of charges or charge him in different state. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see based on the specifics of each case. But if any other sexual assault charges are filed against President Trump, we will definitely let you guys know and keep you posted on those proceedings. Trump's attorneys say that he plans to appeal this verdict. So That's all you need to know about this case. If you guys have any questions, be sure to hit us up on social media or you can always shoot me an email. My email is linked in our show notes. And next up, we have kind of a theme today of, you know, legal cases having to do with prominent Republicans. So the mysterious Mr. Santos. We have covered this George Santos situation a lot in the past, and man, I kept thinking if there's not any charges they can bring against him, I would be shocked because what he did was pretty unbelievable, and there was a lot, there was a lot going on. So now he has been charged with wide-ranging federal crimes. So let's get into the details here. The exact charges brought against him are seven counts of wire fraud, three counts of money laundering, one count of theft of public funds, two counts of falsifying federal disclosure forms. George Santos surrendered to a court in Long Island yesterday morning. And there may be more to come in terms of charges with allegations of sexual misconduct flying around him and questions about the finances of a charity that he claimed to run he has ended up making a huge splash in the media obviously because there's always something new to report on about him whether it's denying that he was a drag queen once or you know all these different things they're they're very wide-ranging But it's important to note that he has denied all wrongdoing and pled not guilty to all of the charges brought against him in this hearing. He was granted bail for $500,000 and that had to be certified by three different people, but then he was released. Neither he nor his lawyers have made any sort of a statement on the subject, but it remains to be seen whether this will affect his position in Congress. He could face up to 20 years in prison, though, if convicted on the top count. So these are serious charges, and we'll definitely keep you guys posted as these proceedings play out. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, be so focused on watering your own grass that you don't have time to check if someone else's is greener. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar media. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from. Oh.